What's up, fam? Caleb here. And Jonathan Orale Perez. And we're back with another episode of One Minority in Waika, otherwise known as OMOG. What up? How's it going, John? Uh, not too bad. Kind of a... Kind of a snowy day over here on my end. We've got like. Is it really uh, a snowy what? day on your end? Because we're having one of the biggest storms here in Denver, <laughs> uh, probably this year. I forgot about you guys and um, your what is it, uh, Jonas Storm Jonas, something like that. Um, yeah, Storm Jonas. Yeah, maybe? I don't. I don't know. What yeah, it's called. <laughs> yeah one, one of the uh, one of the Jonas brothers is coming back with a vengeance on you guys. Yes, um. <laughs> seriously. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jonathan. So, what what are we here to talk about today? Uh, today we're kind of shifting gears a little bit. We've we've been jumping around a little bit because we don't want to focus on one thing for too long. So today, uh, we thought we would do cell phones. Kind of something that yes. not a lot of people really talk about if you think about it. Um, as far as like podcasts go, so um, not that I've seen anyway. Exactly. So yeah, we're revolutionizing it. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, cool. So, <laughs> uh, first on the list, Jonathan, uh, as far uh, as phones are concerned, is so Apple doing something pretty crazy. Apple um, is kind of known for this, but Apple went ahead and sued Samsung again. So yeah, for what, like the sixth or seventh time? This would make it the sixth, actually, I do believe. The first time okay. that I can remember them being sued um, in recent years was... Samsung was blamed for stealing the shape and design of the iPhones. Right. Which, I mean, if everybody looked at it, the S6 does look very similar in shape and size to the iPhone Dude, from 6. the bottom, like, don't even mess around. From the bottom, that thing looks like an iPhone. <laughs> uh, fine. Yeah, it looks like an iPhone. But if you think about it, it was a genius move by Samsung um, because... A lot of the, a lot of the issues with people switching from Apple to Samsung is um, just being familiar with the device. So they figured, okay, if we make it more muscle memory to them, if we make it you know seem more familiar to them, then they're more right. likely to jump over. So okay, so I get what you're saying move. there, but at the same time, not the most genius move in the world. Why do you say that? Uh, because they got sued, bro. <laughs> yeah. So what? If you get but, sued I mean, for something, it's probably not the greatest idea. But if you're a multi-billion-dollar company and you get sued for chump change, I mean, you're going to make out more money in the end, anyways. It doesn't matter. They still because well, there's okay, obviously so now when still you say, producing the phones. Well, John, when you say chump change, though, I mean, talk about this latest thing because that's a little bit different than just chump change, right? Uh, in, in a way. Oh, so this new lawsuit, um, Apple no longer wants Samsung to produce and sell their older model phones. So a uh, short list of the phones is uh, the Samsung Admire, the Galaxy Nexus, which honestly, having worked at Verizon for a few months, I didn't see that one sell too much. Um, the Galaxy Note, the original, the Note 2, the Galaxy S2, the S3, the Epic 4G Touch, the Galaxy S2 Skyrocket, and the Stratosphere. So a big list of phones, but most of them are older phones. So now when we say Yeah, there are phones that came out six years ago. Right, and when when Apple says, "Hey, we need you to stop production," obviously, well, not obviously, but we're under the impression that they can still like if there's a retailer that has some left over, that's still sellable. But Samsung has to stop production or can you or continued production of those specific models, correct? Correct. In some instances, depending on what they uh, came to agreements with, because um, this used to happen before. If they stop production of something, you would have a deadline to sell those phones by. 
So maybe they've got two months to sell all those phones. If they're not sold in those two months, one of two things has to happen. A, they have to be destroyed on site, and the pieces have to be shipped back to the manufacturer. We've had to do that. Or B, they just get shipped back whole to the manufacturer. They take them apart and use some of the components for their new phones. Um, right. So at this rate, it just depends on you know what the what the agreement was and you know how everything kind of just went. So uh, other than that, though, I mean, if you think about it, the the Note Two was a great phone, but I don't think it makes up that much of um, the the income of Samsung now with the Note Three. Well, and no, and not five. now. Exactly. Well, so, right. And, and so when you I, talk I, about I phones, phones get outdated so quickly. I don't think this is a huge issue for Samsung, um, just because it is, you know, the Nexus and the Note. And I, I still have a Nexus. That thing works like a beast, but it is slow because it's older. So, like, I personally would probably right. never use it as my, like, daily phone ever again. Unless so the fact that they can't make... Well, right. But the fact that they can't make these phones anymore or produce them is, in my eyes anyway, isn't a huge deal just because of the success that they've had with, you know, the, the S6, the S5, the, the new Notes, the Edge, right. and then now coming out with the S7 and S7 Edge. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a huge deal. No, if anything, I see it kind of uh, petty in... Uh in the sense of Apple for like going well, after I think, this, it's like, I think all of I think all of the lawsuits that Apple have done has done has been viewed as petty. Yeah, but at the same time, kind of a double-edged sword because I also understand Apple because Apple discontinued the iPhone five, the five S, and the five C recently, so it's kind of right. evening the playing field out. So it's like you know sure. if we have to do it, you have to do it. But um, you brought up the uh, the Samsung S7, actually, so that's a good segue yeah. into this. The S7 um, is getting released soon. When is it getting released? Uh, or, sorry, announced, I should say. Announced, yeah. I don't know if it's being released, but it's at least being announced uh, and shown off at the MWC, which is the Mobile World Council? Is that what you the- said? The Mobile World Mobile Congress, I think. Congress, yes. Mobile World Congress, sorry. <laughs> MWC that's on right? February 21st. Um, so along with the S7 and the S7 Edge, there'll be the LG G5 and the HTC M10, which we can get to a little bit later. Um, okay. But yes, the Samsung S7 and Samsung S7 Edge. What what are you excited about as far as that's concerned? Um, I personally love Samsung. I really do. Uh, recently, though, I switched from a Samsung to an LG. The G the LG V10 loved it. Um, right. The S7. I mean, what? What more can they improve on from the S6? Honestly, at that rate, it, it was the first phone with that uh, uh, octa-core processing power in it. It was the Snapdragon 820, I think is what it was. Um, right. So, I mean, how, how much more can you speed it up? The camera, unless they go to like a 21 megapixel, and even then it's not going to matter much. Um, well, so yeah, not... I mean, you get so high in megapixels, and yeah, you really won't see the difference unless you're blowing it up into a big poster or whatever. Right, and even then it stops mattering. What matters most is the shutter speed and the aperture settings and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I just don't know what... They really have to wow me, honestly, um, with, with these phones, because at this rate, I'm happy with my LG V10. I don't think I'm going to get a new phone for, like, another two years until something major comes out. Right. But at the same time, I'm, I'm curious to see how they try to sell these uh, the M10s, the M9 was actually fantastic. I was really happy with that one. Um, so the M10 is, is is exciting. HTC and LG are really making a huge comeback as far as like phones go. 
Well, an HTC used to be the best you could buy. Um, I always, right. always, always wanted an HTC phone, A, for their user interface, um, and B, just because of the quality of the actual physical build of their products. I mean, they were they were high mm-hmm. end. I mean, it was kind of the Apple of the cell phone world at, right now. Um, you know, a couple years ago, when the, well, not even a couple years ago. This was probably five six years ago a long long time ago when yeah. when you know you had what what was the uh, the very the fir- the most popular HTC phone what was that oh shoot the first HTC phone actually that came out uh, the with, Evo um, yes 4G capabilities HTC, no the Thunderbolt dude the, well there was the Thunderbolt but the Evo was my favorite that when that thing came out the Evo that was like damn I want that phone uh, the Evo was interesting yes it was very <laughs> it was very very nice for its well, time. No, it was it was great for its time. The issue with the Thunderbolt was um, the battery. It lasted you if you were lucky four and a half hours plus. Okay, so what huge phone nowadays issues with the software? Well, right, but what what phones nowadays don't have battery issues? I've I've owned my phone. I bought my phone brand new. I've owned my phone for probably about through like four or five months, and my phone's like not even now doesn't last me through a whole day. Seriously, I've never had any battery issues with my phones. Like my LG V10. I uh, I unplug it usually at 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning when I'm getting ready for my day. Sure. And by, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, I'm still on 15%. Huh, really? Yeah, and I'm talking, and you know me, I'm always gaming, I'm always either texting or Facebooking or well, something. Well, right, so. yeah. That's, I mean, me too, so that's that's very interesting. Yeah, I don't know, you might have some other apps that are running in the background. Anyways, we're getting kind of sidetracked with things. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, we get sidetracked. The- so... Yeah, you know. Samsung. Samsung S7, Samsung S7 Edge. Between the two, what would you buy? Do you like the new Edge phones and being I able to have that? I hate the Edge phones, dude. You hate the Edge phones. Okay, so th- let's talk about th- that a little bit then. I think it's such a damn gimmick. Like, honestly, the it's a great concept. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the look of it, but as far as functionality and efficiency goes, I don't think they're that practical. Not practical enough for a $100 jump between devices. Um, okay. Because that—that's the price difference. It's a hundred dollars just for the curved edge. Same processing power, same camera, same internals, right. just curved edges on it. And I just can't yeah. justify that. I'm—I'm kind of on the same page as you. I, I do really like the idea of that—that kind of edge look and, and edge usability. But there really isn't a whole lot of practical uses for it. Now, the only one practical use that I've seen that I personally love, and this would be the only reason why I get one, is caller ID. So, like, if my phone is laid down yeah. or, you know, it's it's over somewhere else or whatever, and I can look over at it and see the edge of the phone either lighting up a certain color or flashing a certain way or whatever and know who's calling and know that I can either ignore it or I need to go over there and pick it up, I think that's kind of cool. And I think they could use more of that type of software and technology with that edge that edge stuff. But that's really the only thing that that appeals me to that type yeah, of Yeah, and like I said, even then, it's it's a very minimalist thing where they would have to really improve on it for me to consider it, you know, brand worthy and revolutionary. Um, but speaking right. of gimmicks, so there's kind of a rumor going around about the iPhone and what they're going to come out with next. Um, I don't know if you've heard much about it. Well, yeah, what what is that like? Th- the iPhone Mini, the iPhone. Or it is. Um, oh God, what were they calling it? The iPhone 6C is what they're calling it, and they're going back to a four-inch phone, much like the uh, what was it, the 5C and the four. Right. So, because a lot of people have been complaining about the size, because it's a, it was a substanti- substantial, sorry, jump from the five and the 5S sure. to the six in size. Um, but 
so people are complaining about it. Even the 6 Plus, I mean, obviously, that one's huge compared to the other ones. So older folks and whatnot want a smaller device, and Apple, of course, wanting to... Uh, to appease the masses, decided to come out with, or is thinking about coming out, sorry, right. with the iPhone mini. So this um, iPhone mini, so what did you, you said the iPhone 6C is what you what you thought it was called? I've heard rumors of that being its name, yes. Okay, because I'm seeing, so I'm on Engadget right now, I'm on their website, and it looks like the iPhone 5SE, which is okay, kind of so weird. Okay, so the different names. But basically just, yeah, basically just a 4-inch iPhone 5S with an A9 processor in it. Um, and it's M9 chip versus the A8, so it would basically be an iPhone 5S with an iPhone 6S specs. Right, which, even then, um, another thing about iPhones that has always irked me wrong has been the fact that there's never been huge leaps between the hardware. It's been big and outstanding, I mean. Right. The 6 well, or the 5S to the 6... That's probably the biggest. You know, they got away with bare minimum upgrades. Well, okay, so well, hold on now. The five, the five S to the six, I think, was one of their bigger upgrades, wasn't it? Because they changed the whole design of the phone. And I guess when you say upgrades, do you mean internal upgrades or external or software or what are you talking about? Because when I look at the no, iPhone five S to the not six, aesthetic. okay, okay, not, not aesthetic. Because when I look at the iPhone five S to the six, they're two, yeah. two totally different phones. Oh, no, no, huge differences between how it looks. But if you look at the insides, I mean, the processor is only marginally better. The camera quality is just the same as the 5S. It's not, I think it's like a 2 megapixel difference. Right. Or, or maybe 4 at the most. But even then, the shutter speed stays the same, so it's the same quality. Um, it just. But when you think about this, John, if you, look at, if you look at the external of the product and the actual aesthetics, it is, it's a phone. It's not like a TV or, or a computer or anything like that where you actually, like, the aesthetics don't matter. On a phone, I believe the aesthetics matter most, well, not most, but one of the most, um, just because of, of how you hold it. So when they had the iPhone 5S, it was that kind of edged or kind of a sharp feel yeah. to it around the edge of the phone, right? Where with when they upgraded the six, like I kid you not, the six is about a billion times more comfortable to hold because of that. You know the new the new bezel around the outside, oh, and the way it's rounded, and, and literally because of the aesthetic design. And that to me makes a world of difference as far as as far as what you want to go with as your phone. If that's uncomfortable to hold a phone, I don't want to use it. Yeah, no. As as somebody who sold phones for a little while, I can I can completely attest to the most people that buy phones. Um, look for nobody really cares about the internals of a phone, honestly, except like geeks like you and no, me. No, they don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, unless it's us. And so you just you just literally proved my point. I, and Apple doesn't care. No, and I'm and I'm completely. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with your point. As far as like the majority of people goes, they don't give a solid crap about it. But me, right, my, and that's why Apple doesn't do as much of it. Yeah, I know. But me, I use my phone for what it's worth. So I'm talking to me personally. If I was talking about you know the public and okay, everybody, yes. then you know that'd be a completely different story. And I'd be like, yeah, sell whatever you know, whatever works. Well, Apple. I mean, even even without you not want to buy Apple, Apple's a genius because of how they upgrade their models. It's minimal upgrades. They make it all new and fancy, and everybody buys it. Yeah, no. They, but for you and me, who are Android users, exactly. that's a little bit of a different story. Right, right, right. Like, like even. Um, I mean, because like the S5 to the S6, huge differences. Not just aesthetically, but internally. Because it went from the uh, right. Oh, know, the quad processor to an octa-core. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. I get what you're saying, dude. Yeah, um, I'm glad yeah. someone gets it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, you understand how I'm I probably feel. the I'm probably the only one, but. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! That hurts. But um, actually, okay. kind of something right. we didn't. Um, Really quickly, I'm kind of throwing something into into the works here that we didn't have written out for. But okay. have you heard rumor of? 
and I can't remember the, the, the name of the project. I want to say it's Project Ares by Google. Uh, oh, yes, that rings a bell. The, the build your phone, essentially. Uh, oh, I don't, is that, is that an, is that a, is that a Google thing? Is that, it is, it's Google. It's being funded by Google the last time I checked. Um, I thought it was started by somebody else and then maybe Google bought it, bought it or something like that, but. Well, either way, I'm. Oh yeah, the Ares project. Nexus It is, right? Um. Let's try to search it up really quick while we're. But I'll give people the rundown of it really quickly. Essentially what it is, it's you guys buy your screen size that you want, right? Um, and on the back of it, it's got little peg holes for it, kind of like Legos. And then you just buy the components that you want to fit onto it so you can build your own phone the way that you want it. So let's say that you don't really care about camera. You don't have to get a camera on it. That way you have more room for, like, a bigger process or a bigger battery. You know, let's say that you really don't care about the battery because you don't use their phone that much, but you really want good pictures. You can flip-flop it either way. And let's say in the future a new processor comes out and yours is outdated. Take it out, resell it, reuse it, put it to somebody else's phone, get a new one. So it's essentially a desktop in the sense that you can, you know. It's literally a modular phone. Yeah. Okay, so this is, it's Project Aura. Aura, thank you. Yes, and the developer is Google, you are correct. Uh, I, I figured as much. I, I wasn't sure because it's kind of switched around a little bit. I think they've they've tried to pan it off to somebody else, but I think Google ultimately has got a hold of it. Well, here's and, well, here's uh, the thing though. So reading up on it, it actually was Mo- Mo- Motorola Mobility. Oh my goodness, I can't talk today. Motorola <laughs> Mobility that uh, that actually started this whole thing. And did you know that Motorola Motorola doesn't exist anymore? What? Um, yeah, that is absolutely something we can talk about. Let me add this to the list. Motorola since when? Does not exist since a month ago. Um, yeah, Lenovo bought Motorola, and so as of right now, all of the Motorola branded stuff will still be branded Motorola. Um, but pretty soon here, um, we're gonna start seeing Lenovo's name pop up a little bit more on Motorola stuff. So, wow. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, huh? Yeah, uh, Lenovo CEO Yang Yuan Quing. Excuse me if I butchered that. Um, Seriously, like what? <laughs> I, I hope you, you didn't. You saw just, the name. It, it sounded. It sounded like you did. No, I didn't see the name. Oh well, you know, my bad, bro. I'm I'm Mexican. <laughs> Don't expect more out of me than this, bro. It's okay. It's okay. You're uh, right. Yeah, they're gonna keep the name because Motorola. I mean, if you think about it, well, Motorola is a huge think, name. When you think Motorola, what's the first phone that you think of? Uh, the Razer. Right, exactly. That flip phone and the, the razor literally, razor. yep. And that literally changed how phones were made. For I mean, even still, that's one of the reasons why phones are designed the way they are now. Exactly, because it was when you thought flip phone back in the day, you're thinking big, bulky, thick. You have to have a case next to it. You have to have a little, you know, Asian boy carried around for you, calling you Mister Jones <laughs> all the time. And well, you want to go Mister Jones, I'll... and so <laughs> and so with this, uh, you know, when that phone came out, they're like, hey, we can give you a phone but it's not gonna weigh 50 pounds you know it was it right. was absolutely mind-boggling i remember if you were in school and you had the razor instantly the cool kid like it was just hands oh, yeah. down. even even if you were a dude and you had the pink one it was still the hottest shit around you know what's hilarious about that i had a my pink grandma one. i'm not even gonna lie well okay so yeah my grandma has a pink one and i use that thing all the time <laughs> <laughs> 
just because it was a razor. Like, I didn't have a razor myself, and I love the razor. So I just That's walked around awesome. with my grandma's pink one, and I was like, yep, I got a razor. I don't care if it's pink. <laughs> yeah, dude, my my mom had one of, the, like, the limited edition ones where it had, like, that white, um, like, tribal ink on the front of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, you. I got that one. It was, was dope, bro. Um, but... Yeah, no, I can't believe Motorola's, like, gone. I mean, they're not gone, gone, yeah. but they like, got bought out. No, but they they got bought out. They sold to Lenovo. Um, so, anyway, we got a little yeah. sidetrack there. But speaking of Project Aura, so, yeah, I mean, you explained it pretty well. It's basically a modular phone. But it's it, it really is a great idea. Um, and when you look at it, it's it's like, like, like how you mentioned earlier. If you don't want a camera, you know, put in the camera spot, put maybe an extra battery. And you got, you know, double the battery life. Boom. Or put maybe an extra processor to upgrade your speed. Or maybe there's a spot to upgrade your RAM or whatever. And you can, you can substitute all these different, different parts and pieces that just about every single phone has. But not every single person uses. So it's a very cool concept. And I hope Google is still working on it. Um, because Motorola got bought up by Lenovo. I don't know how that looks. But, right, and um, I guess we'll find out. I, I had this conversation with somebody else too, and they they didn't think that the Google project would take off because a lot of the other big companies would shut them down. However, right. I think this can be applied as as far as like an analogy, the same way as computers go. Like me and you, we custom built our desktops, right? Right. Because we have that capability. We know what we want. We know what we're looking for. We like that kind of thing, though. There's still, though, a large majority of people out there that don't want to take the time to build their own thing, and they just want to buy something over the counter that's ready, set to go. So I think there's enough pie for everybody, and I think, like, phone companies really don't have to worry about it. I don't know, dude, because now that you mention that and I think about it, if if you can go to Google's website and say, cool, this is how I want to configure my phone... You know, awesome, you can do that. Or let's say we have our, you know, consumer that doesn't really care about modding it or flipping things out or just wants a phone to have a phone. They right. can buy, say, a just a, a blank slate of that modular phone that maybe has a certain type of specifications or whatever just as a minimum, you know, functioning phone. And then you could add on to that afterwards. So I, your, I think if they do it right, they can apply to or they can apply themselves to every single, you know, demographic that's out there looking for a phone because they could start themselves at a basic plain Jane phone at $100 and then you could spend, you know, $800 to buy all the modular pieces and make it the way you want. I'll be completely honest with you. You are giving the masses way too much credit, dude. I know people, <laughs> like, and that, and that okay, sounds so enough. fucked up. And my fans, our fans, the fans, I apologize. I love you guys to death. But there are some people among you who are dumb as hell. And if you don't know who that person is, I have bad news for you. It's probably you. Because <laughs> I've had people <laughs> I've had people go to the store. Jeez, dude. I have this. I had this lady, bless her heart. She wasn't old. She was maybe okay. 35, 40 years old. So sure. she brings me a smartphone, and she's like, it's, it, it, it turns off. I was like, what do you mean it keeps turning off? She's like, it just randomly keeps shutting off on me. I was like, okay, does it just shut off completely? She's like, I don't know. It just, the screen goes black. So I went ahead and I pushed the power button, and the screen goes on. She's like, see, it turned on again. I was like, oh okay. my, Is she? So what, like an auto, so like I, like I, an auto sleep? <laughs> So, yeah, so I was like, without telling her, I pressed the power button again to turn it off, and she's like, see, there it goes. It just keeps shutting off. I was like, ma'am, um, honey, dear, miss, like, it does, the phone does that to you, preserve you battery. You poor soul. You poor yeah. soul. It is you supposed know how many to do of, that. 
Do you know how many people like that I had go to the Verizon store uh, like every day? You know what, dude? I, back to back. I work at Best Buy. I work at Best Buy. I know how it is. I just you know exactly I think that what it can like, be dude. if it's at. I know, but if it's advertised correctly and is made, you know, simple and stupid enough for everybody to understand, I, I don't know. I think it could work, but I, I do see your point, and I do see why it may not be as much of a worry for some other manufacturers because of how stupid people can be. So exactly, it's it's right. it, maybe maybe stupid's the wrong word. Simple, simple people. S- simple or maybe arrogant. What's the definition of arrogant? Blonde? Is that the definition of arrogant? Oh, sorry. I thought you said airhead. Oh, just kidding. Arrogant is not even... Wow. Dude, how do you not know what the definition of arrogant is? Oh, that's really... I'm embarrassed now. We might have to talk about that. We really have to talk about getting rid of Omar, because I don't think I can be friends with you after that. The... uh, the English language is a terrible <laughs> thing, ladies and gentlemen. Any of who's old. Your brain is a terrible thing. It's something like that. Um, all right, what's next on the what's next on the list, John? Um, well, it, since you took the list off and I can't see it, I couldn't tell you. Actually, the list is not off, buddy. No, well, it's not buddy boy. up on my side. So you oh, tell me. I'm sorry. It says, what is next? It still says I'm screen sharing. Here, I'll stop screen sharing and start it again. Uh, screen share, and then what's next? It looks like next on our list is Google Mirror. What's 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 this Google Mirror, Jonathan? Ooh, so it's kind of just a concept that uh, that a uh, Google engineers put on the table, right? It's nothing solid, and you know, there's no startup program, no Kickstarter, no FundMe, nothing. Um, just kind of a cool design and concept. But essentially, your bathroom mirror gets replaced with this smart mirror, and you can still see your reflection and everything, but it's a little bit bigger than normal. And on the left side or the right side or wherever it decides to put it, you have your weather forecast for the day. You know, you have news articles, you've got the time, you can set an alarm. So essentially, it's your smartphone broadcasted onto your mirror. Um, right. To kind of... So now, how, how know, would this be of, useful to you, Jonathan? Me, personally, I would like it just because um, I'm very, very... Very clumsy when it comes to phones. Okay. Uh, folks, I just broke my LG V10 because I was an idiot, so now I've got a Droid Turbo. I hate it. But being near the water with, like, my phone in the sink... Sure. I would hate to be, like, trying to send an email or a text message or something... Right. ...and dropping it in the water. It would ruin my day. Okay. So if I could have that pop up on my screen, maybe not type on it, maybe not use it as an interface... But just have a notification of, hey, your phone just received a message. Right. Well, what if well, what That'd if you could nice do this so too? I know what to expect. Okay. So what if you could do this too? Then so let's say let's say your smart mirror says, hey, you got a text from Caleb, you know, Caleb Newby, and I, I sent you a text, right? And then yeah. you say, cool, and right. you hit a little button on your mirror, but it's a touchscreen mirror, I'm assuming, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So your touchscreen mirror, you hit a little button that says reply, and you can just talk to your mirror, and it replies with voice. How would, I mean, that would be pretty cool, right? A voice to text. That'd be pretty dope. Okay, now John, uh-huh. I, I don't think you saw this coming, but I'm about to I'm about to hit you real hard. Ooh. Why couldn't you just buy a smartwatch and do that? God damn you! I hate you so much, dude. <laughs> All right, I God, I was wondering when you were gonna blindside me with that. I didn't see this coming. Fuck. All right, I've been uh, thinking about it for a while, so I was like, how <laughs> am I gonna get him on this? You're such a dick. <laughs> okay, folks, just a little bit of uh, backstory on this. I fucking hate smartwatches. Um, pardon the language, I just can't stand them. I think they're a gimmick. I don't think they work. 
I just don't think they're as practical as people make it out to be. It's too small to text. Okay, John, I'm gonna stop you right. I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. Go. What you just said is totally fine. You can you can think that, and obviously you have reasons to think that. But if that's the case, then your little Google mirror is also just as pointless. I'll punch you in the ear. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, for what you would use, no, I'm I'm not kidding, dude. Like for what you would use that Google mirror for, literally, besides the size of the giant ass screen that you would have on a mirror. The phone or the watch would do the exact same thing. I kid you not. Every single day that I'm at work, I use my watch to reply to my wife's text messages. I don't take my take out my phone. I use my voice. I talk to my watch, and that's that's how it works. And it's awesome. That's why I love my watch. Um, and I tell you what, dude, I would have a smart mirror because I would do the exact same thing. I'm, I, but I, I, I don't know. I am in no ways backing out of this argument. I I stand by my point. Okay. Let me tell you exactly though why I got turned off from smart watches. My buddy Nick, okay. you know Nick Bell, so he's got a I do. fucking Apple Watch, and this son of a bitch, like I hate him so much because he he just seems so arrogant about it. If he gets a text message, he'll pull his phone out, he will look at the text message, put the phone away, beep his little fucking Power Rangers wristwatch and speak into it to send a text message back. Okay, well, that's really stupid. It's retarded. It's redundant. Why didn't you had your fucking phone in your hand? Why don't you just reply with a right. normal text message? Okay, so that's... I, I, John, you got to open your mind. Yeah, are, here, not are, all the watches work that I way. I know they, they don't. Can, you can see the text on your on your watch. And I get it. Or, or, I know, and he, he can. Or sometimes, and I hate this when he does this, we'll be in the movie theater, right? Okay. And we always sit in the far back row because we like to use our phone sometimes because <laughs> sure. movies get boring. Or make out. What? Um, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Hey, it's 2016. I can make out. <laughs> Honestly, I probably... I mean, he gets me free tickets, so at this point I, in time, I, I mean, kind of feel entitled. Like, <laughs> I feel like I should. You need like, something <laughs> back, right? <laughs> <laughs> Keep an open mind, you said. Uh, you weren't specific. No, I wasn't very but specific. But he'll... he'll um, he won't look at his phone. He'll look at his watch. He'll get a text message. And then this fuck decides to speak into his phone to send a text message. Um, that's kind of... So he, he, he's just completely misusing it. That's just, that's just, that's just just people using it to use it. Like, if you can practically use it and like, sure, you got your phone or whatever, text while your phone's out. But if you're in the middle of something and you get a text or whatever and it shows up on your watch and you can reply with your voice real fast, I mean, that's useful, right? I, I can, like I'm saying, I'm not saying it's not somewhat practical. Okay. In my life, I can't see it being practical. Okay. Here's another question. Is it waterproof? Yeah, absolutely. I wash my hands with it every day. Really? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, that was my thing. So, I was like, okay. fuck, if I've got to take the fucking thing off no, no, every no, time no, I go no, to the bathroom you, you or shower, nope. fuck that. Nope, you can shower with them, all that fun stuff. So then here's the, here's the thing, John. We're going to make a deal, okay? If I ever, no. ever find out that no. you've bought a smart mirror, fuck, I will, I will somehow, I, I don't know how <laughs> I'm going to do it, but I will somehow make sure that that smart mirror gets replaced with a watch. <laughs> okay, tell you what, tell you what, I'll I'll cut you a deal, because I can compromise. I'm Mexican. Okay. I know how to do this. All right. You know, we we've evolved. Um, I will, in the sake for the sake of bettering myself and opening up and expanding my mind. Uh huh. I will attempt to obtain a Samsung smartwatch. Okay, that's, in order that's to your use first it problem. And see if it's practical. No, that's your first problem. You don't want to buy a Samsung watch. And this can be a this, watches in themselves can be a whole other podcast. But let me just tell you right now, you do not want to buy a Samsung smartwatch as your first smartwatch. 
what the hell do I want to buy? You're going to want to buy something with Android Wear, bro. Tizen sucks, and Tizen is the operating system that the Samsung watches use, and it's pretty dang proprietary. Really? There aren't as many apps you can download. Yeah, you want something that's going to use Android Wear, which is 100% universal with th- Android and Apple. And has I thought it ran on Android. Nope, it does not. What watch do you have? Uh, I have an LG Urbane, and I love it. Okay. Okay, fine. Whatever. What okay. I meant was a smartwatch. Yes. Fuck off. You will try you a smartwatch. That's fine. No, you will try a smartwatch. And, okay. and I want... You know what? Tell you what. Hey, we're going to do this right now. I want you to do an unboxing and video review of this watch after you've had it for a couple weeks. Son of a bitch. You just... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you did to me what I did to you with that video, exactly. didn't you? Exactly. <laughs> hey, dude. We're just trying... I'm just trying to get content out there, bro. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I, all right. Tell you what. I will get a smartwatch. I will, before even putting it on or anything, I will do an unboxing. I will put it on, and I will do three videos. First day with it. Okay. Third day with it. Okay. And one week with okay. it. Okay. Deal. So, so it's going to be a four-part series for that. Okay, right. done. Cool, done. All right, what's next on the list, John? We're almost out of time here. Uh, piece of shit. Da, 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 da. Oh, really quickly. So this is kind of cool in the sense that um, me having worked for Verizon before, T-Mobile has just been named the fastest mobile data uh, provider. Yeah, they got what faster the than Verizon now, right? Because Verizon was number one by a small margin, but still fast. Here's my issue, though. Um, uh, currently, I have Verizon. No qualms with them. No problems. I love Verizon to death. But if T-Mobile was in my area, I would jump ship in a heartbeat. Why? Much cheaper. Much cheaper. Oh man, I don't. I don't agree with I'm you. I'm paying. I'm paying up the wazoo right now for my Verizon bill. Okay, and I'm sure it's because of data, right? Uh, no, not really. No? Um, it's mostly because of the, uh, the device payment program that they have. Ah, okay, I gotcha. Well, in my case, I still have unlimited data, and so I literally use it oh, as see, my screw internet. You. <laughs> like, I don't have CenturyLink or Comcast or any of those internet providers. I use my phone as my Wi-Fi, so... Um, that see, but yeah, that's that makes sense. and that's so that's a one reason why I personally wouldn't jump ship. The other reason is coverage, dude. Like, t- is there even a T-Mobile well, tower in Montana where you live? No, probably not. That's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. If they had the coverage up here that Verizon had, right. I would jump ship. If 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 they were on par with with coverage, T-Mobile hands down, I wouldn't even hesitate to switch over to them. Right, because I have nothing holding me but back. But that's You've the difference. That data. But that's. That's the difference between Verizon and every other company is that they are number one in coverage. Exactly. And I don't think any other company is going to have the chance to catch up. No, on the well, well until know, the entire nation gets covered. <laughs> once the right, once the exactly. entire nation has all you know, is just completely blanketed in cell phone coverage, I guess you really can't get any more than that. So, right, but no, it's good for T-Mobile. Finally, they dug themselves out of that hole. Uh, Sprint, I had for a long time. And I'm I'm sorry, and this isn't slander or anything. <laughs> I was not happy with them at all. Well, see, and, and I just couldn't. Uh, my my wife has. And I was sprint in the city too. at that time. Okay, yeah. See, my wife has Sprint, and she doesn't mind it. I don't like it because of when we go to Montana, she can't use her phone, and she doesn't like it for that reason either. So again, it's a coverage thing. Um, and even where right. we're at now, um, and she turns her 4G off a lot because of data and all that fun stuff, but it's really not that fast mm. either. I mean, it's faster than 3G, obviously. Any 4G is going to be faster than 3G, but right, coverage right, right, is right. a huge, huge problem, and that's why I probably won't ever switch from Verizon. Yeah, no, I had uh, I had Sprint when I was in Washington. Yeah. And as soon as we got in, like, into, like, downtown Seattle, 
coverage pretty much gone, non-existent. Huh. Like, yeah, it was it was bad. But um, interesting. All right, John. One last. Every 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 company has got their pros and cons. Oh yeah, obviously, obviously. Um, all right, so there's one last thing that I want to talk about before we uh, before we get ready to wrap up, um, and that's the fact that HTC mm. ha- has been rumored, this isn't confirmed, but this has been something that's been reported, uh, that they're going to be making two Nexus handsets this year, which is awesome because HTC was actually the manufacturer of the very first Nexus handset. Um, and again, when we were talking about HTC before and like the quality and all that fun stuff, that was one of the first ones they put out that was like, like holy crap, that's awesome quality. Um, and so the fact that they're making two more this year, uh, at least it's rumored. I'm super excited for that. I'm not sure how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say a little bit like, of long pause there. You what? <laughs> like, like HTC left such a bad taste in my mouth from the Thunderbolt well, they, when it first came out. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of like Sony. Like, Sony was amazing, and then they were crap, and then they are amazing again. I hope the same thing happens to HTC, where HTC was amazing, they were crap for a few years, and, and hopefully this is the comeback yeah, with their Nexus handsets. I mean, at this rate, honestly, I can't really belittle any company anymore because they've all had their ups and downs. Right. LG themselves, I mean, you know, they had great phones, you know, with the sliding keyboard and whatnot, then they went downhill, yep. and now they came out with these great devices. Uh, Samsung, I mean, the, the S2 and the S3, honestly, in my opinion, and the S3 minis were absolute shite. Yeah, um, they but were. But then, you know, they came out with the S5 and the Notes and whatever, and they came back up. Right. So every company's had its uh, its plateaus and their hills and valleys, and they've overcome them. So sure. HTC, although I'm not personally excited for it, I do look forward to see what they come up with. Right. Um, just kind of see if they come out of that darkness and uh, and see what they... What they you know, they present. Sure, absolutely. I agree. I totally agree. So, alrighty, John. Yeah. Anything else you want to touch on before we uh, before we scootoodle <laughs> scootoodle out of this podcast? <laughs> My bad. I, I just got a text message. My buddy Nick is outside, and I told him to wait because I'm recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just texted me. He texted me. It's cold. <laughs> All right, dude. Poor well, kid. If, um, if you want to get the outro started, then we can get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Omog, One Minority and a White Guy. Um, Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Keep supporting us. And uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about, comment, leave a review. We have, we have a go Facebook. Go to our YouTube. Yeah, we have a Facebook. Newbie, newbie Time. We've got a Facebook. Newbie Time, one word. Entertainment It is the second word. Newbie Time Entertainment. Go there and give us suggestions. we got Twitters, at Caleb. Oh, hey, I have a Twitter now. I don't know if we talked about it in the second episode, Ooh. but in the first episode we talked about me. Uh, we talked about you making one. Yes, so it is at Caleb Newbie Time. Um, at Caleb Newbie Time. John, what's what's your Twitter handle? Mine is at Omog, O-M-A-A-W-G underscore Perez. And we'll put that in descriptions and fun stuff like that. So if you can't, yeah, if you can't remember, yeah. that's fine. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on before we skip out here is Patreon. Ladies mm. and gentlemen, if you do not, know what, do not know what Patreon is, we have launched our own Patreon, and we are super excited about it. It's essentially a funding uh, website where you essentially subscribe monthly um, to our stuff, and, and we give you, you know benefits and certain special things like behind the scenes and um, right. you know, videos that nobody else gets to see besides you, or even if you want like a personalized video, maybe you make up the the script for the video a day or whatever it is. Um, we're giving out perks like that for people that wanna that wanna pay monthly and support us and and donate, and we really appreciate it. So Patreon.com, um, just search for Newbie Time Entertainment. And um, kind of expanding on that a little bit, honestly, 
we're not asking for much. Anything helps. A dollar, five dollars, whatever you feel like giving, we will still, you know, be very grateful for it. And um, exclusive content, all sorts of stuff. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, thanks for the support and everything. So I think we're done here. This has been Jonathan Orale Perez and... And Caleb Newby. So thanks for watching. Adios. Peace.